Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Julius Show, my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. And uh, Paul McGuire Grimes is in for Julia today. She takes a few days off. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Thanks for Paul. having me. Thank you so much. Okay, so there was really a great story uh, that uh, it was the Hollywood Reporter did with Norman Lear, who is just signed a deal with Sony that takes his TV production another through another three years till he's age 100. He I was just became say, the when old... do you think he slows down? Yeah, he, he just won oh, an yeah. Emmy, the oldest Emmy winner at age 97. He's having a career renaissance with his One Day at a Time remake and then the live in front of the studio yeah. audience, which was so good. Good. So I hope we see more of those. Oh, we are going to. Yeah, they're planning on it. But the okay, so it's this great story about uh, Norman Lear and everything that he's done, and how he, you know, fought with the network to get these different shows done, and just how he he's had renaissance. Mm. And I forgot, I forgot that he produced Fried Green Tomatoes and the movie The Princess Bride. Mm -hmm. Okay, I completely forgot. I didn't know that either. Yeah, so. They, uh, excuse me, it was not the Hollywood Reporter, it was Variety. Okay, so Variety spoke to Sony's CEO about Norman Lear mm-hmm. to get yeah. some context because they just re-signed him. And he, here's what he said. We have so many people coming to us saying, we want to make remake this show or that show. Very famous people whose names I won't use. But they want to redo The Princess Bride. Absolutely no, not. No. Who is saying this? Very, this is a fake headline. I mean, this is a real headline. It's a but real like, headline. It's a I real I don't believe thing. that these are real people saying that they want a reboot of The Princess Bride. I get maybe other properties that they want to redo, but no one wants to redo The Princess That movie is perfect. Very famous no. people whose names I won't use, but they want to redo The Princess Bride. Bride. It's certainly not anyone involved in that movie. No. Carrie always has spoken that he played Wesley. He's spoken out against it. Jamie Lee Curtis, who married Christopher Guest, who was in it, spoken out against it. She married the Six Finger Man. Yeah, yeah. She should know. Anyway, yeah. um, that I feel bad for Norman Lear because that's been the takeaway right. from this really great interview. Mm-hmm. Because this guy has to be very famous. People whose names I won't use. What is he? Donald Trump? Oh, that yeah. sounds like something he <laughs> would, would say. 
Um, I let many great people. Yeah. They're really on board. Uh, really TV on board. Big show, most popular <laughs> show ever. So poor Norman Lear. I mean, yes, now we know that he made The Princess Bride, but please, Hollywood, do not make remake The Princess Bride. That movie is it stands perfection. It's perfection. I'm just sick of remakes in general. I really yes, am. We don't. We we're across yeah. the point now. Well, I mean, it just depends because they're uh, redoing. You know, in the context of Norman Lear doing these live, I'm that, not. But a, that's a yeah, different. I'm, I'm that's a new take. I meant movies. Yeah. Movies. We don't. What is it? Selena Gomez going to be Buttercup? And, Ansel Elgort will be Wesley. He's so dreamy. Yeah, or oh, Joe Alwyn, but no, no, you Christopher uh, Peter Falk's reading to Fred Savage amazing. is amazing. Oh. Just, and besides and that, who's uh, gonna Andre the Giant yes. is no longer with no us. longer no. with us, and there's nobody else in the world like him. Absolutely no. not. No, no, no Hulk no. Hogan, absolutely not. Jeez. Anyway, that is the thing that people were just like really mad, inconceivable. And can they <laughs> Oh well. Sure. Okay, so here, uh, did you? Are you interested in reading the Demi Moore Inside Out memoir? Well, I'd be. Yeah, there's could be some juicy juice in that. Well, I, I'm really kind of. Uh, Will impressed. she defend striptease? Will she talk about Patrick Swayze? Well, here's what we do know about it. So she's on the cover of the October issue of Bizarre Magazine, and um, she. I mean, if you were. Alive in the 80s and 90s, you knew about Demi Moore, that she had a difficult, terrible childhood because she spoke early on mm-hmm. about that, that her mom was an addict. Mm-hmm. She bounced around right. with different uh, relatives. Her father was an alcoholic, very poor, early fame, general yeah. hospital, early first marriage, then the divorce and Bruce Willis. I mean, she was really she, quite famous. Yeah, I would love for her to have a career comeback. Get Same. a good juicy role. Same. Mm. Okay, so, but one of the things that uh, Bazaar did in this interview is they sent Lena Dunham to interview Demi. That's an odd pick. It is. So, but some things that we didn't know that are also she's sharing mm-hmm. with Lena that are in the book is, and I'd forgotten about this, that she loves and collects dolls. Do you remember that? Who is she, Marie Osmond? I think I do, actually. (laughs) She has more dolls than Marie Osmond. Oh, wow. She said the collection became an obsession in the wake of her divorce from Bruce Willis. She said, um, and when I look at the little faces of things that I have, whether they're little animals or little something or others, I've always got little faces looking at me. That's creepy. <laughs> it, well, but it doesn't take a psychologist to know that uh, she uses has the dolls and cute things to maybe recreate a childhood that she didn't have with yeah. any, like, say, there's like a little girl Look inside. Look deep uh, on this doll history. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's kind of a whatever. Right. She, she now, she's like one of the biggest collections. Some of them are worth serious money. Um, yeah. She's worth serious. She money. is. Yeah. Oh, I could watch Ghosts any day of the week. I know it. So, and you know, we did like she did keep. She's telling the naked truth about her new life. She's telling us about a miscarriage she had I, with Ashton, Ashton Kutcher when she was six months along. Didn't she he cheated on her and very publicly. Yeah. And she writes about that in her, I guess, in her book, and how humiliating it mm-hmm. was for her and the shame she felt. And I feel like uh, Julia and I were part of the shaming of that, that she was like a grandmother when she yes. married Ashton Kutcher because yeah. she, she was like 42 or whatever age. And he was her daughter's age. 
24. The reason we weren't shaming her for the age, but we're like, this is never going to work out because he's going to want to have children. Right. And he'll be able to have children for a long time. And then you're going to be like 50 something or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's going to dump you and have a baby or get together with someone he can have children. Flash forward like a year later, two years later. He cheated on her two years in a row on their wedding anniversary. Hot (sighs) tubbing with chicks in San Diego. Mm Mm-hmm. Dirty dog. Dirt. I mean, I and I, I guess rem- he, she she let him know. I'm writing all of our personal business. I'm writing about the miscarriage. And right. He was like you. Go, he he was like you do it. You know. He yeah. didn't have any qualms. Kind of like um, um, what is her name? Who Pritzi's honor? Angelica oh, Houston. Oh yeah, that's she, juicy. Her two memoirs that she wrote, and she. Shared she? in the back of the book that she let Jack Nicholson read it, and he said, "Keep everything right. in." And I mean, he was just. Is a it very dirty fair dog. that interviewed her recently? And she had a lot of. I mean, when you get a star of that age and it's been around long enough, they are mm-hmm. willing to talk, and it's yeah. delightful. It is. It's like they did a rerun this past Sunday morning of the interview with Angie Dickinson. I saw that. I watched oh. it again. It was so yeah. good. And <laughs> she's eighty-seven, yeah. and you forget. Oh man, she was like a, she was a bomb. She was the oh. bomb and a babe. And she talked about Burt Bacharach and what a, you know. He, he's a horrible man to be married no. to he couldn't keep it in his pants he thought he needed to share his wiener with the world one of those kind of I, guys yeah. we've all known him we've yep. maybe been with them you know i have not so oh, you haven't? Not. yeah <laughs> okay i'm trying to think if i have i think while I, you're with someone i mean it's, it's one thing if like they had a past life and now they're no you know, no 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 wow I no, I guess I was probably more the one who couldn't keep it. <laughs> <laughs> if I were gonna Zing, be where's the sound I, effect yeah. on that? <laughs> I was boring. the dog. <laughs> I was doing people dirty. Oh, oh. God. I just took me a long hey. time to settle down. It's okay. All right. So what else do we know? Um uh, do you want to talk movie. to Richard Simmons? Do you want to do some more movie talk? We're going to do like that Richard probably Lair. at the yeah, Dirt, Dirt Alert. Alert. Yeah. Um, okay. So give us, in a nutshell, the movies that you're really loving right now. Well, I, I mean, I really liked Hustlers. I thought that was such a surprise. Four out of five ticket subs for that. One of J-Lo's career best performances because it's a role that finally suits her i'm sick of her in the rom-coms i'm sick of her in weird action movies Mm -hmm. this gets to use her as an entertainer as a personality the kind of tough mother type how are all of her supporting like lizzo cardi b uh, they're in it very briefly as like the beginners Mm -hmm. um constance Wu is great in as well it starts lily reinhardt from our riverdale Mm -hmm. program that we love uh kiki palmer is great it's a really great female-led ensemble written and directed by um Oh, like Lorene Scafaria. So it's all women that yeah. made this picture. Do you think of it as a woman's, like a women's Wolf of Wall Street or Goodfellas it's, type yes, of a thing? It, yes, in a way, but without the kind of like pretentious, um, like we're like we're gonna do all these quick cuts and yeah. these weird images and it's just a really well told story and mm-hmm. then it gets you thinking afterwards so i really love that i loved it chapter two i'm a big stephen king fan it lived up to the book in my opinion it's long who cares loved it i was highly disappointed in the goldfinch 
Oh, you did see that? Yes. Oh, that bombed. That it really bombed. bombed. <laughs> but it's a bad movie. Like, it's too... What it's, makes it a bad movie? Well, because they don't know how to tell the story. So the book is told in a very linear chronological order. You get Made what happens to it. for a miniseries. Yes. For Take your time to part, tell this. Yeah. In the movie, they're flashing back and forth too much, so you're jumping all around time. It's too choppy. And I also think it's too delicate. Like, you never get to just sit in any sort of emotional state and feel what Theo is going through. The, some of the performances are good. Nicole is great, but she's not in it all that much. Jeffrey Wright is great. Again, not in a lot. Sarah Paulson miscast. Luke Wilson miscast. It just doesn't work. Yeah, so that's Ooh, not worth it at stinker. all. If you were a Too fan bad. of the book, just, just r- remain with the book. Remain with the book. This week, we've got Downton Abbey, which we're seeing tonight. I'm mm-hmm. very excited about that. In a couple weeks, or like November, Knives Out, this ensemble murder this mystery. Yeah, it looks, it looks so good. If you love like the Agatha Christie, it's Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis, Christopher Plummer, and it's Apparently, it's supposed to be pretty topical. There's some interesting commentary going along with it. Got rave reviews out of the Toronto Film Festival. I have a whole a fall movie preview on my YouTube channel. Just search Paul Strip the Movie. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Donald. Which dirty right. story are we starting with well, first? we got some dirty dirt for you today. Uh, Johnny Depp is, well, these days he's more in the news for his personal life than any of his movies. No kidding. Uh, so this uh, trial thing is continuing. Johnny Depp is asking a judge to exclude any mention of his ex-wife Amber Heard's uh, comments at his upcoming trial over claims that he punched a location manager on the set of the movie City of Lives. He also wants any mention of his alleged drug and alcohol use excluded from the trial. That is going to start October 21 in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, In these new court filings, his lawyers say that the plaintiff is Greg Rocky Brooks. He wants to invoke Heard in the trial in an attempt to sway the jury. I'm I'm with Johnny on this one. That's got nothing to do with this. That's what I think the judge is going to rule. Why? Because no. Why? I, I you know don't what I mean. Because you. none of that is like it's. He's suing Amber for defamation for what she wrote about him in an op-ed thing. Yeah, it's very messy. What does it have to do? What supposedly happened is Johnny Depp lost his temper over a scheduling issue, punches this guy. In the ribs and said, I will give you $100,000 to punch me in the face right now. Now, can't be hitting anybody, no. but there's no proven anything that Johnny Depp hit Amber. So all it will do is prejudice. But what I want to know is City of Lies, which was based on what happened to that the unsolved exactly. uh, murders of the rap stars, uh, Tupac and yeah. Notorious B.I.G., Disappeared. Yeah. Supposed to hit the theaters last year, and ah. it's just shelved. Shelved. Yeah. Russell Poole directed it, so I don't know. I mean, a hearing, blah blah blah. He really is. My gosh, he needs to be start. The only movies he's got going on, Waiting for the Barbarians, whenever that comes out. Yeah, that's a small, kind of a small movie. And then Minamata. Oh, another small movie. Is in. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. 
We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Post-production, yeah. and he's not working on anything. Because yeah. all he's doing is Did legal. Did he get fired from Fantastic Beasts? Well, that's not that... in production. Okay. I think... it, if it is, it's not it for him. It. I thought he was going to be in it, too. But right. Anyway, look at that. Okay. Jeez. All right, Mickey Rourke. Now, a name we don't hear much these I days. I love Mickey Rourke. Well, you know, The Irishman is coming to Netflix, and it sounds like it's going to be really good. Martin I'm Scorsese. here for every yeah, minute too. of it. It's a, it's a mob drama. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mickey Rourke was, um, well, he thought he was going to be included in the movie. Well, because Scorsese wanted him. That's right. Scorsese's, well, I want Mickey Rourke in my movie. Well, in my movie. Well, according to an Italian TV show, Mickey Rourke went on there, and he said... He's not in The Irishman because of this long-standing feud with Robert De Niro that got in the way. Robert De Niro said he refused refused to work work with with me in a movie. movie. He says, I don't look up to him no more. I look through him. Apparently, this this battle goes back to... uh, the 1987 film Angel Heart. Did we all see Angel Heart? I can't remember. No. I don't mm-hmm. remember either. Where uh, the two of them butted heads. Their relationship became frosty after his co-star allegedly said... Oh, De Niro? Yeah. I think it's better if we don't talk. Well, that would be make you fry. <laughs> yeah, that's not Mickey Rourke's fault. That's yeah. Robert De Niro being a dink. <laughs> so, in, you know, in all those years, 30 plus years, they have not been able to repair their relationship. And it got so bad that... Uh, Looks like De Niro is the one that had Mickey Rourke axed from the Irishman. Mickey probably needed the money. That's a bummer. Yeah. Remember he had his comeback in The the Wrestler? wrestler? He was was so great. great He told Julia nice cleavage on the red carpet. He was the last person up the red carpet. We partied with him at the Four Seasons. Uh. He introduced us to Ron Jeremy and Sean Penn. I love Mickey Rourke. And then we saw him two years ago. Coming out of the Troubadour, and we were coming out of Dan Tan, and I just ran up to him, and I snuggled under. He had a <laughs> he had a coat on, like a faux fur coat, right? A cold shoulder. Yeah. Now oh. only Mickey Rourke could wear this outfit right. with his massive. And I was like, Can I please get a picture with you? And he's like, Sure, baby. Yeah. yeah. Nicest have it? guy. Okay. Yeah. I gotta see that. Yeah, but anyway, he probably does need the money. He probably oh, does. Yes. No, you know, no I mean, the that. the wrestler, what was that, like seven, 2007? Oh, a long no, time. It, um, I want to say 2011, was... maybe. Okay, oh, eight, but I mean, eight, eight I don't years. know why Bobby's got to be such I a brat. Know. So I'm going to clean up this quote okay. that uh, Mickey said okay. about this whole thing. Uh, he's talking about De Niro. He doesn't know that life. I've lived that blanking life. So every time I look him in the face... I look right through his blank. Oh, jeez. All right. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about... So it gets a, the Irishman a limited theatrical release on yes. November yes. 1st, and then it goes to Netflix on the, the 27th. The yes. Yeah, so, so it's three and a half hours. It's based on a true story of Frank the Irishman Sheeran, who was connected to the death of Jimmy Hoffa, because he worked with Hoffa for a long time, right. and then turned on him. 
It's based on a great book by oh, Charles really? Bra- uh, Charles Brandt. So you have... Uh, I've read the book. I mean, geez, Al Pacino's in it, Joe Pesci. So they're doing a lot of de-aging because the book takes place over a long period of time. So they're making all those actors That's really weird. young. I don't like that. Younger, yeah. I don't like that. Why do we'll they see. have to do that? Why couldn't they have just gotten younger, younger actors? actors? I don't know. Why do they I'm have to do the it. rubber band case? Care. You don't yeah. care? I'm, I will. I, I trust Scorsese with how he does a fax, so I don't right. think he would put out a crappy product. All right. Okay, okay. you're probably right. Yeah, we'll you, see. You know. And I recommend people going to the theater and seeing it. I know it's three and a half hours, but like his movies are meant to be seen in a theater. Wasn't not that just Departed long like that? Like two, Over three? three and a half? Oh, no. I thought, it didn't no. seem like it, though. His last movie, Silence, was about three hours. That was with Adam Driver and Andrew Garfield and oh, their Jesuit priests. Yeah, I in Japan. It off. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that was terrible. I, I couldn't. I, I enjoyed it. But you did? Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, you have to be in the right mood for it. Yeah. The Wolf okay. of Wall Street, that was three. That yeah, was again, that movie. didn't seem great like movie. it either. No, it didn't. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's see. We got time for maybe one more. Richard Simmons. Uh, we don't know exactly what is going on with him. He's kind of dropped out of the limelight for several years now. And the people have been, you know, speculating, where is he? What's Being going on? captive by that yes. caretaker. Uh, but now it appears he owes thousands in back taxes. Uh-oh. And he's been uh, served with a lien, $24,000 in back taxes. Well, that's not that much for Richard Simmons. Well, Come it isn't. On. But, but when was the last time he was sweating with the oldies? So, like, Which he says he can't do because of an injury. And that's why he can't do those videos anymore. And, of course, uh, you know, I think the police actually went to his house to check on him. Oh, Richard. And he said he simply wanted to take a break from public life. Remember and, the podcast, Missing oh, so Richard yes. Simmons? Did you Simmons. Simmons. Yes. Yeah. So the, the mystery continues. Oh, you know, as far as Richard Simmons. That was another person from General Hospital. Demi Moore, Richard Simmons. No. He led. He was in General Hospital? Yes, that's how he became known. He led the aerobic studio really? that nurse. The Jackie Zeman, that character, yeah. she st- needed to start working out this or something. This is a deep cut. Of General I love this Hospital. so much. Yeah. John Stamos yeah, got his yeah. break on General a Hospital. Lot of and then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Oh, shocking. We did this for Paul today. I'm loving some of these storylines. In story honor lines. of movies, the 12... Sex scenes in Hollywood where the co-stars couldn't stand each other in real life. Mm. Okay, Talk about acting. I mean, yeah. talk about acting. And filming a sex scene. I, do you guys watch The Affair? No. No. I on should. Showtime? I do like my Joshua Jackson. He's not on this last season. But anyway, uh, it does seem like it would be the most uncomfortable thing in the world right with your little because there's a scene in the affair where uh the one character's book is coming to life about this affair and they Mm -hmm. they're showing the filming of the sex scene and the actors are in these skin colored like little underwear tight things little socks socks yeah stretchy things i'm just like oh my (sighs) god and amazing that it looks so hot on screen Right? Yeah. Like, so, I think of the scene in Rocket Man. That was a very ooh, hot sex spicy. scene. Yeah, it was. With Richard Madden, Madden and, and, and Ad- Taryn Edgerton. Oh, so good. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> we, can we go back I to digress. that? I digress. <laughs> uh, but you still got to put your hands and your mouth yeah, and your limbs in place. Very So imagine yeah. doing all that in front of other people, blah, blah, blah. So, 
Uh, here are 12 tales of 24 actors that had to put up with way more than they wanted to. We will start with Mickey Rourke and Kim Basinger. Speaking of, yeah. Little nine, nine the, and a half weeks. The movie's nine and a half weeks. Kim Basinger told the New York Times she became estranged from Mickey while filming this erotic drama. There's no other way to put it than that. Oh, yeah. She said, we shot in sequence, which, which is, is that, very rare. Yes. They rarely do that. It never works out. Well, they shot in sequence, and in the beginning, when his character was sweet, he was sweet. Later, when the movie started getting strange, he stayed in character. I am not someone who stays in character. But in this, as it started getting stranger, I found my character staying with me. I couldn't wait to leave her. Mickey Rourke and the director, Adrian Lynn, also teamed up to essentially torment Kim Basinger on set, shutting her out of discussions and physically harming her in order to make her emotionally distraught like her character. Then they'd roll the camera. This does not surprise me. I've heard these types of stories before. Horrible, yeah. but I'll, why did it, it's always done to the woman, right? Of course, ah, yeah. oh, that makes me sick. Didn't we hear about that? Uh, with Marlon Brando and Bertolucci with uh, yes. Last Hang on Paris, yes. and she was just torment and tortured, yes, yeah. Well, he look gave what an the, interview, uh, Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep. Well, that's, oh, that's the next on the one. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep and Kramer versus Kramer. The scene where Hoffman's character slaps Streep in the face that was real, all too real. Meryl told the New York Times last year. This is tricky tricky because when you're an actor, you're in a scene, you have to feel free. I'm sure I've inadvertently hurt people in physical scenes, but there's a certain amount of forgiveness. But this was my first movie. It was my first take in my first movie. And he just full-on slapped me, and you see it in the movie, and it was overstepping. He's a dink. He is a dink, isn't he? He may be a great actor, but he's awful to work with. I've heard lots of stories about that. Jeez. Okay, so what about oh your favorite Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan, Fifty uh, Shades well, of we Bland? Well, we knew we knew these two couldn't stand each other by the very horrible <laughs> sit downs that they did uh, with the Today Show yeah, and right. GMA and the View. Uh, we're we're like, why did Charlie Hunnam leave this movie? There was no because well, he read the script. Yeah, but there's no chemistry. <laughs> uh, they could not. They were awkward. Right. They did not like each other. No. And Sam Taylor Johnson uh, had to chime in to USA Today. The noise got so loud with that first Fifty Shades. You can tell that she doesn't mean it by her quote. It's a movie. It was work. They got along fine. That's the exact opposite. (laughs) Okay. William Baldwin and Sharon Stone in the movie Sliver. Oh my God, blast from the past. That, yeah, and that was a good movie, as I vaguely recall, kind of a yeah, psychological. Yeah, yeah. So, Tales of Sliver's tortured production popped up when the movie was released, with Entertainment Weekly saying that Baldwin joked to a crew member that Sharon Stone had thin lips, okay breath during a lovemaking scene. That's nowhere near the worst part. Apparently, during another kissing scene, Sharon Stone bit William Baldwin's tongue so hard he was left unable to speak afterwards. Well, maybe <laughs> she bit afterwards. Maybe she bit it after she heard about right. the crew member yeah. comment. All right, Richard Gere and Deborah Winger in an officer Ooh. and a gentleman. Well, she's a, a tough one. Too. But those two had unbelievable uh, yeah. chemistry. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay, well. here's what she, here's what they said. So Oscar nomination chemistry be damned. She was not shy about her distaste for Richard Gere. She called him a brick wall. She called the director Taylor Hackford, Helen Mirren's husband, yes. not at the time, an animal. And she even refused to do press for an officer and gentleman. I don't know how she got away with that. Right. Um, she told the New York Times in 1986, I'm not sorry I did the movie because it brought a lot of joy to a lot of people, but the making of it was treacherous. I don't need much when I'm making a movie, but I need respect, and I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's one that brings a tear to my eye. What? Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. I grew up on Romeo and Juliet, the Baz Luhrmann. Mm, and I love Le- what? It's so sorry. creepy it's so good. that she was 16 yes. and he was 22. There is an age difference there that's a little odd. But you would never have known it by watching the movie because he doesn't age. No, I know. And I think he I was... I bet he was... Oh, I bet he was horrible to her. Yeah. And I think he was <laughs> fun, wanted to have a good time. Really? And I think she was too nervous, took... Took the work seriously. 16. What's she going to say? 22. He's probably telling her, relax. He wants to hoover and get tongue. And she's like, I know. Only my boyfriend kisses me that way. Can't we do movie star kissing? So, anyway. Yeah. Now that I think about that, I just sort of like, now this one, um, Nick Nolte and Julia Roberts, I forgot these two were even a romantic couple. That's how much they age up the age down for the girlfriend <laughs> right. in Hollywood because that's a I well, mean well, no one remembers this okay the movie is I Love Trouble yeah which Not came out movie. in the no. 90s right yes okay in an interview with the New York Times Julia Roberts said of Nick Nolte from the moment I met him we sort of gave each other a hard time and got on each other's nerves she said uh, he can be completely charming and very nice, but he's also completely disgusting. He's going to hate me for saying this, but he goes out of his way to repel people. Months later in the L.A. Times, they backed up Julia's claim detailing the two's onset fighting and saying they acted opposite their stand-ins more than each other. Wow, 1994. Though I Is love those stories about stand-ins, yeah. filming scenes. Well, okay, here's another one. Let's go to Angelina Jolie and Johnny Depp. In the Golden Globe nominated film, The Tourist. Which I liked. I did did kind of like The Tourist. I liked it. We liked it. But this one should have been a huge, a bigger hit. Oh, but those two, two, yeah. But they did not have chemistry, and it showed on screen, is what uh, some people think. Well, The Tourist was filming. Tabloids reported that Angelina was fed up that Johnny wouldn't cut his hair for the role, as well as all of his late-night partying and reclusive behavior, which I take to mean he was late a lot. Mm. And and Johnny thought Angelina was stuck up. Um, and she was maybe being her. So you have two very different working types of working trying to yeah, do this big yeah, film together. Fantastic. I guess that movie wasn't a success. No, no but I still box. enjoyed it. I did too. <laughs> uh, Harrison Ford and Sean Young in uh, Blade well, Runner. Sean Talk Young, about a your mess case. and a half. What? Sean Young reputation has always been uh, as well, a Well, this problem. was only her third movie. Well, so she couldn't have had too much of a reputation. Oh, okay. Let's be careful about smearing ladies and their reputations right away. <laughs> Donald. Since then, she's had a bad reputation. No, she 
she has. She has. <laughs> but they were at opposite ends of their career. He was the star of two successful franchises. She's the ingenue. It's only her third movie. I'm, and uh, of her onset relationship with Ford, Young has said, I was young and needy. When you're in your 20s, you hope your leading man will be, that's okay, you'll be fine. And Harrison wasn't particularly generous that way. They were so cold towards each other that the crew members dubbed any love scenes they did Time to film a hate scene. Ooh. You know, she had great chemistry. Was who was she in the limo with? That was like maybe Kevin your Costner, the second movie, No yes. Way Out. No Way Out. In the back seat of the limo. I'm yeah. very glad. It doesn't surprise me. I we've heard this I, about Harrison Ford. Yeah, oh. that's true. Yeah, he is grumpy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? I thought they're going to say that she had great chemistry with Jim Carrey in Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. <laughs> they did have great chemistry. Fickle and Einhard. Fickle and Einhard. Yeah. Are these random cuts for you? <laughs> and the last two that didn't have chemistry is Tony Curtis, Marilyn Monroe. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom. Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. When some like it hot, when this movie was released in 1959, Tony Curtis, father of Jamie Lee Curtis, made headlines for claiming that kissing Marilyn Monroe was like kissing Hitler. Oh, no. What? That quote followed him (laughs) around until he died. Oh, my God. And um, I guess he, they actually dated in 1949. Well, they were both married to other people. I didn't know that. And it's known that she was frequently late and flubbed lines a lot while shooting the movie. Curtis said he was being sarcastic when he made the Hitler comparison, but he's made so many explanations, but he did say it. Right. And he said it early on, and Marilyn didn't feel the vibe. And... Over the years, that wild quote was referenced to, like, Charleston Heston said it, Mm -hmm. Marilyn Monroe said it, but Tony Curtis did say it, and those two didn't like each other. Can't blame her. Huh? Can't blame her. Can't blame her. And then, of course, oh, one more, just last but not least, Ryan Gosling and uh, Rachel McAdams, they didn't start dating until after The Notebook came out a year later. Mm -hmm. They couldn't stand each other. Things were so tense that the director, Nick Cassavetes, said Gosling wanted to boot her from the set. And he's like doing a scene with Rachel. He said, would you just take her out of here and bring in another actress to read the scene off camera with me? I'm like, I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they couldn't stand each other. While filming that. And they have some great chemistry. And then they ended up dating afterwards. All right, listen, that is our vintage scandal of people having sex scenes that they can't stand. Love it. With each other. When we come back, we've got some... uh, Favorite headline of the day, and we got some other movie reviews.
Mariah Carey's uh, music video for the mix-ish theme song. Donnie posted it. So good. It does sound a little like Tennessee, but it's Mariah. classic Classic Mariah. Mariah. Uh, also posted uh, Taylor Swift gracing the cover of Rolling Stone. Yeah, giving us the photo. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's cool because okay. it's kind of like the future music and kind of futuristic makeup. Looks like maybe a Euphoria tutorial makeup thing. Okay. And it's a very good interview. Yeah. She's dishing on Kanye. She's dishing on him, but in a way that's giving us some context and a couple things we didn't know about, including uh, just he basically he's a two-faced biatch. And we all knew that. Yeah, we did know that. Okay, uh, this was my personal favorite headline today, just for the headline. Okay. Page six gave it to us. Tommy Lee's penis made a glorious return to the internet. Oh, how did I not see this headline? That's a big headline. <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny. Oh, did you see that? Nice. I saw what you did there. Oh, I saw what you did nice. there. Nice, thanks. That was really good. We see you. <laughs> Tommy's, uh, you know, tackle, uh, which co-starred in a sex tape with former wife Pamela Anderson, it popped up hell. on Instagram. Oh, hell. And he posted a video that appeared to show an image of his trademark member held up by his wife. Oh. He captioned the picture, these new Insta filters are finally getting wood. I mean, then swear word, they finally gave me my own filter. What? what? I don't <laughs> When you look at the photo, I mean... I'm going to have to look at it. You can't, you don't see it. I mean, he didn't right. really... The, I mean, he's kind of having some fun or something. Oh, what the oh, hell? Okay. But I will just tell you, as long as we were doing Vintage Scandal, that once long ago, in a story called 20 Famous Big D's, um, Tommy Lee is number eight. As Paul goes to Google right now. (laughs) Right behind number seven, Wilt Chamberlain. What about Milton? Wasn't Milton Berle Berle. on that list? Milton Berle might be number one of the 20 Famous Big D's, but I don't know. I don't. That might be vintage scandal that Julia lets me do. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's keep it dirty here. The massage yeah. therapist who was suing Kevin Spacey for sexual assault has Guys, died. This is scandalous. He's been out in the streets groping and being disgusting yep. for so long that one of his accusers, who's older, I wonder who was behind this. Well, outliving as your victims is strategy is just really something that's a that Frank I Underwood for you. That is very is House very of Cards. Yeah, very House right. of Cards playbook. Which is why yeah. House of Cards is trending all day along oh, with Kevin Spacey's because it's a plot line, right? Yep. Because I don't know if they'll be able to family. Anyway, this guy, uh, if you've been having your forget about Kevin Spacey Pez candy and avoiding right. everything because he's so gross. He, this, this is what this particular lawsuit, he was accused of refusing to lay face down. This is when the guy should have known, but right. maybe not. And then pretending he said, I have pain or I've got pain in my groin massage right there. Mm. And uh, it, it was at his house in Malibu. He then grabbed the victim's yeah. hands, tried to place them on his junk said you've got beautiful eyes tried to kiss him blocked the door when the massage therapist said i'm leaving with his naked body and then offered to you know get down on his knees and this guy was just completely appalled 
Anyway. It's not a happy ending. Not a happy ending. So there's a chance his family will try to pursue the suit. But Hope so. It's a house of cards thing. It's yeah. over. It's done. Yeah, what can happen? Mm, Can't testify. Yeah, no. yeah. All right. Any other movies you well, want us to be yes, aware of before I do want people to go see Britney Runs a Marathon. Have you seen it? Casey saw it. Oh, he said it was very wonderful. So good. And it's based on a true story. And I think it just is inspirational. Is about, there a Minnesota connection, too, with that movie? Or um, not really? I just think it's so. wonderful. It just is a great, you know, about finding what your marathon in life is. It doesn't have to be about weight loss. It doesn't have to be about running a yeah. marathon. But I found it so true and honest and she says some horrible things to not only to herself but to her friends and how does she kind of rebound from that and try to find what who her best self is and as someone that's gone through a weight loss transformation i get it like yeah it, the guilt the shame everything that she feels is just so honest and julian bell a great dramatic actress she can be she's funny in the movie she but plays Brittany in the movie yeah but she also has a great dramatic side that i'm glad that she's getting to see well, so please also if you're gonna go see that movie don't forget about Peanut Butter Falcon. Yes. It's amazing. Shia LaBeouf having a great year. He's it's, got Honey Boy coming later this year. But this movie is Say so a little sweet. bit about it. But well, this is the Minnesota Connection, I think. The Peanut Butter Falcon? I think so. I don't mm, know don't about know. that, but it's Shia LaBeouf, Dakota Johnson. It's about it's a coming of age story, but it's about this uh, young man with Down syndrome who's he's uh, at an old folks home. They don't know where to put him. Yeah. And uh, he knows he doesn't belong there and he wants to meet this wrestler. Right. Aww. And he makes a great escape yeah. right at the beginning of the movie. And it's the whole thing is the adventure of that. And it is sweet and insp- we could use some sweet and inspirational. Yes, we can. yes. So Brittany runs a marathon and peanut butter Falcon. Two small word of mouth films. Yeah. Thanks All for right, having me well, here today. Yes. And Sounds we'll good. look forward to reading.